0: 37 37 37 it sounds okay 37 but I really I don't like the way it looks it's kind of a stupid looking number 37 I don't judge every single number but I could take you through numbers zero through nine and any combination of them and tell you which numbers I like the way that they look and why But when you've made it 37 episodes, when you've taken all the time and created and birthed all these episodes 37 times, you know what the people want. They don't want Albert's autistic aesthetic opinion of numbers. They don't want to be the only person wearing these pants. And I'm not. I'm not the only person wearing these pants. They want entertainment and answers. Maybe even 37 of them. Like, who is Pete and why is so much stuff for his sake? Ask him. Ask somebody the next time you hear him exclaim, for Pete's sake, who Pete is. I bet they don't even know a Pete because no one does. Nobody knows this Pete whose sake it's always we're making it for. Let's make that answer number one. Who is Pete? Fuck you. That's who he is. When I had the pan flute idea last week, I never considered what muscles pan flute uses. They're weird muscles, muscles I'm not really familiar with, and that I think are going to strengthen up my jawline and chin and lips a whole lot. Probably really good for sucking dick. Probably like Jesus had hidden under that beard of his. I bet that's why he had the beard, because we know that he was shaving his body. I've been giving it a lot of thought, and I'm still not saying that Jesus was gay. I'm just saying, what if... He was gay. If someone were to think that he was gay, I ended up going to church because of it to get more information, to learn more. I was really focusing, really making a lot of eye contact with the pastors and the priests. A lot of them must get really dry mouths when they're up there because they kept licking their lips a lot. My questioning did not stop there. If you want to have answers, you have to have questions. These questions have led me to pop philosophy, or what I'm now calling philosophy pop. In 2002, pop sensation Avril Lavigne gifted the world With skater boy. In this smashing single, she said that he was a skater boy. Was he? Or did he maybe just carry around a skateboard and hang out at skate parks and wear skater clothing? More importantly, what is it that makes one a skater boy? I can't prove it just yet, but I'm pretty sure that it's Pete's sake. (coughs) On top of getting this sweet pan flute and the dick-sucking muscles that go with it, I also got shot this week. Yeah, I did it, and we're going to talk about it. Ooh, that makes it political. Or it just makes it a dumb guy saying shit i signed up i was able to get in pretty quickly pretty easily minimal hassle i'd say it wasn't an inconvenience on my part and i hate doing shit like that i hate having to make an email thing i show up right when i'm supposed to and there are a bunch of cones and signs and shit that say covid vaccine a little obvious but you know old people are driving out there so probably a good idea There's some kind of security-looking dude waving at people once they make that first corner and just kind of pointing you down the lane, which you obviously got to drive down because both sides are lined with bright orange cones. And it's the only fucking way you can go. So this is out near one of the airports, and you keep following these cones, and they're like occasionally pairs of people just kind of waving you in the direction that's the only fucking way that you can go there are these signs, there are these weird signs every 10 feet or so that have these, like, trying to ease the tension kind of comments about the virus and vaccine and shit that are just kind of weird and off-putting. I'm paying more attention about them and thinking about them more than I should, but they're just not good comments for that situation. Trust me, I've made it 37 episodes, I'm qualified. So after lots of cones, a few turns, and some people, there's a lot more people, one of the main areas, and there's three lanes now at this point, and there's a bunch of fans, and there's signs that say, roll your windows down and keep your doors unlocked. No more than I think Jesus might have been gay, I thought that maybe it was some kind of simulation or some kind of odd government sort of situation. But I've got good intuition, and I'm a trusting guy. So I do what the fucking signs say. I roll down my windows, I unlock my doors, and finally, one of the people speaks to me. I'm asked if I have an appointment and the number, she writes it on my windshield, sideways. Another odd and interesting point, but it gets me waved through to the next area, and finally, I get to go in this big old warehouse kind of building. At the entrance of the building, there's a sign that says no photos and no videos. That simulation, suspicion, government paranoia tingles a little bit again, but hey, let's keep going. The floors make my tires squeaky, which is mostly fun. There's this dude who's the master pointer, and he gets to choose which of the three lanes you go into, which I'm not qualified to do that job, but based on what I was able to see, I'm guessing it's just the shortest. Lots of sitting, and stop and go, and probably more people than there needed to be. One of the first ones advises shutting the engine off in between stops because of the carbon monoxide coming out of the car. I get asked a set of questions that make sure it's okay for them to shoot me. Couple more stop and go, and I get asked those questions again before getting shot. Followed by more, my favorite, repetition. She tells me that it may be sore in the area and to move it around and to make sure I drink plenty of fluids. I get told this at least a couple more times with the squeaky floor stop and go and being told that I would need to be observed for 15 minutes. I didn't see a timer, and it didn't feel like a full 15 minutes. But well enough, I suppose, so I was out of there. Not so scary. Even with underlying suspicions, you can still go do it and feel moderately okay. On the way back home, once I got on the freeway, I made up a song about how wonderful I was. I'm not telling you this so that you go get it. I'm not going to tell you to go get it, or not to. I did not choose this as a reflection of any beliefs, political or philosophical. I just wanted to put a smile on the face of whoever it is out there that wants to hear that I got shot. Take it out of context. Cancel me. Don't listen to Tanana Shoe podcast. They kept asking me if I had any questions, so I kept trying to come up with questions. I asked, was I supposed to bring a gun? They said no. I asked if I was supposed to bring two guns and if they were going to search me or my car. They asked me if I had guns and I told them that I still had questions. The next one is if they had any questions. I intelligently interrupted really quick and asked if I focused my chi on the injection site if it would inhibit the inoculation. I asked them if my left foot, being larger than the right, was going to need more of the vaccine. I even asked one of them if he was a skater boy. They just scoffed and said that he wasn't good enough for her. Just like T-Mobile not being good enough for me. After 17 years, 17 years, that's like 37 minus 20, I'm finally canceling my T-Mobile and switching to Verizon. And when I did this, I was so fortunate. One of the reasons I was switching was because everything I ever tried to do with T-Mobile was always way harder than it needed to be. It took more time, energy, effort, sent me around in those stupid circles like the Cox thing. And now that I go to cancel, I get the most competent professional person that I've spoken to in a workplace setting in fucking years. I had planned to tell them that I was canceling my service because I didn't like the color pink that they used. But the amount of respect I instantly had for this person in the short amount of time that I spoke with her and she was able to help me I chose to just be honest. Honest like a pan flute. And honesty isn't always the best policy, and that's a stupid fucking phrase. But sometimes it fits really nicely into life, and it feels really good when it gets to feel good. It doesn't feel good when I'm working, And the people that I'm working for are abusing the work that I'm doing. And it doesn't feel good when I have to put them on mute so I can scream, Grow new ears, you deaf fuck. But I do like how it feels now that I'm moving on from that and screaming, Grow a new brain, you dumb fuck. Sometimes it's expression. Expression can be more important than honesty. It's really the bee's knees, though, when you get honest expression, and I've had that this last month. I've introduced someone in my world that I love, and to say it here is the most honest and the most expressive way that I can in my world at this time. I love you. Almost as much as Jesus might have loved sucking dick. And if I were really honest about my expression about that, there would definitely be a mutant mutiny. Which is exactly the type of shit that is bound to happen if we end up having an existential Olympics. It's my idea and I'm obviously qualified to host it after bringing you ethics auctions and moral avalanches. Let that sink in as you consider what event you might want to compete in because I will be hosting in costume, and it's going to be the most perfect costume. This costume is like Trump-level genius. It's the only option to invite and unite all the sides and ideas inside of people for this existential Olympics. Like Two-Face from Batman, I'm going to be dressed as two people and split down the middle. On the one side, I'm going to be Colin Kaepernick. On the other side, I'm going to be Derek Chauvin. And I'm going to upset everyone when I kneel on both knees before Jesus Christ on the cross and open my mouth. I know that I've talked about the hate quite a bit, several times, and in several ways. I mean, listen to me. As natural as that has always felt to me and how it's inherently been inside of me for as long as I can remember, there's also been a lot of sadness. I had sad parents with sad lives, and in turn, I had a lot of sadness in my life as well. I've self-diagnosed myself with depression, and for years assuming that and accepting it, I recently decided to reconsider that. Just a little bit, some spontaneous philosophy, a little philosophy pop, and this time around I wanted to see how I could not have that, if there was a way for me to do that. I've always seen my sadness as something that was there inside of me, as like a reaction, as a reply to my conditions, to my history, to what was going on, and how I felt about and thought about things. I don't believe in destiny. I've wanted to, I've tried to, but I really don't. But if I view my sadness in terms of capacity, so it's not... How much has happened that I feel this sad, but I feel this sad because of so much that hasn't happened. It's not that I have all this extra emotional sadness inside of me, but the enormousness of the capacity that I may have for joy may be so much larger than what I am currently receiving. It's like the goldfish analogy they used in the movie Big Fish. I feel that I'm getting close to readjusting and recalculating these capacities. I'm also getting close to the next steps with Shoe. When you hear from me next, I should have done some quality control on the first batch of shirts. The shirts are mainly for me and my number 29 fan. I want to wear them, and if you do too, then they will be available. That availability will help support the podcast. I'm not going to plug it all pushy and shit, but the shirts are going to be fucking cool. And if they go well, the Patreon and the YouTube are soon to follow. And I've been busy, and I've been missing stuff and lagging behind on things that I wanted to get done, but that's one of the main priorities for me, and I'm excited for it. We will get back to a better balance and rhythm again eventually. Until then, I am always happy for any attention that you give the Tune Shoe podcast. I want to be able to reciprocate that. And giving people pan flutes and playing mine for them just isn't enough. This episode is enough now, though. I might have had enough shitting on Jesus for a while, too. I need some good new hate. Send it my way. I'll be doing the same for you.